What's up, guys? I'm back. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo, and we are on Amos chapter 3, 1 through 8. We're diving deeper into the oracles that Amos is giving the people of Israel as he discusses their sin and what's going to be done about it. So if you haven't read 3, 1 through 8, go ahead and stop the tape, stop the video, stop the uh, listeners, stop the whatever it is, man, and go ahead and read it. And come back and we're going to discuss it. Ask the four questions, man. If you've already had the four or already had the four questions, sorry. If you've already read the uh, the scripture that we're discussing, three, one through eight in Amos, let's go ahead and dive into it. The first question we ask is, what is Amos writing? Like literally, what is he saying? Um, what is coming out of his, what are the, what are like uh, uh, um, Chris Tucker? What are the words that are coming out of his mouth? That's what we want to know. Uh, so that way we get an understanding and then go to the next question. So what we see here is that uh, he's speaking as the Lord. He's going to say, listen to the words that the Lord is about to speak concerning Israel or actually not concerning more against Israel. It's like, listen to the words that he has to speak against Israel. He says because he is in, in the people he's specifically talking to is the people that he has brought up out of the land of Egypt, the ones that he has called from slavery into a lush life in a in a land where they didn't have to provide for anything. All they they were there. There's vineyards. There was land. There was houses. Everything that they needed, and God moved them in. And he says this about them, which is 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 a um, an entrance into his heart, the heart of God. He says. For you alone, out of all of the families of the earth, I have known. He says, you alone I have known from all the families of the earth. You're like, what does that mean? Well, it means that they have. he has chosen them. Remember we talked, uh, oh, wait, actually that was on a different, uh, that was a different podcast. Sorry, guys, I was going to say, remember we talked about how knowing is an intimate relationship. It means chosen or elected. And uh, it was on a, a First Peter podcast I'm doing. So if you want to check that out, it's uh, Healing Street um, Courses. And we're going through Bible uh, books of the Bible as well. We're doing 30 minutes with a buddy of mine. But on that, we went through the understanding of what no means. It means um, that it's an intimate relationship. And it means that, that he loves them. For known means to love. And then it also means to elect or choose. And so when he says, uh, you only have I known from all the families of the earth, he's saying, man, I've chosen you out of all of the people of the earth. I've chosen you to be in a relationship with, to make a covenant with. And and this is important to understand because some of the terms that he's using, uh, we'll talk about in the next episode is covenantal terms because he's going to speak or Amos on his behalf of God is going to be speaking as a prosecutor who is laying out evidence for the case against Israel and why that they must be punished. And so he starts here by saying that you alone have I known, you alone have I decided to put myself in a relationship with, a covenantal relationship with, out of all the families of the earth. And then right after that he says, and for this, he says, I will visit, an, I will visit punishment upon you. It's like, I'm going to punish you from your sins because of this. And then uh, um, on verse three, I, I read a little commentary and it talks about uh, uh, what this could mean. Is it just a saying, you know, is it just saying, do two people um, 
walk together without having an agreement or coming to have an agreement to walk together or visit or to have an appointment. And, and uh, uh, this author submits the fact that this here is actually him stating like this is Israel and this is God that they appointed to meet with each other. They haven't, they're just not walking together, but they have reasoned together for this appointment, for this time. And so it is, is God saying, I've chosen you out of all the people of the earth and you agreed upon it. You agreed upon it. And then uh, he, he goes on, uh, God goes on and speaks um, in kind of these uh, questions, like they're rhetorical questions. We already know the answer. He's like, does a, does a, a lion roar without having prey? Well, no. It says, does a, the lion roar without having captured something? Uh, no. Does a bird fall from the earth without having something cause it to do that, like a snare, a trap? Well, no. It's like, does a trap spring up off the earth without having captured something? Well, no. He's like the 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 every like okay, well, what are you trying to what are you trying to get to, God? And he's like, uh, and then he says, does a trumpet? This is the the tough ones right here. It's like, does a trumpet sound or a horn or a ram's horn sound and the city? tremble it's like doesn't a horn when it sounds doesn't the city tremble like yes because the horn the reason that's a yes is because when a horn sounds it means like um the enemy is near the watch person uh, um the the person on the watchtower would look and when they see the enemy they blow the horn the ram's horn and everybody recognize that oh there's about to be some trouble going on you know what i'm saying and then after that, this is the tough one is whenever he says, if there's disaster in a city, if there's calamity in a city, if there's turmoil in a city, did not the Lord cause it? Ooh, that's tough, man. He says he's the one who does these things like uh, the, the sovereign control of God. He's in control of all things. If disaster happens, calamity happens, was it not the Lord who caused it? Um, and that can be a difficult thing. So I'm just going to stop there and talk about that a little bit. The sovereign control of God in all situations, when we see bad things happen, it says that uh, the Lord caused it. And I think that could be that, that could be very, very difficult to wrap our minds around. It's because he has the sovereign power to do all things and control all things. Now, I'm not saying that the way in which he causes these things to happen are through the means of human beings doing what they desire to do. Uh, and in this case, very specifically, he's going to soon, I think it's the Assyrians who come through and they destroy, um, they destroy utterly and pull all of the tribes of Israel out. Now, Assyria is desired to dominate the world. <laughs> they came and they wanted to um, destroy Israel. And so, it was their desire to do so, but God and his sovereign power moved that to happen. He caused that to happen. And one way in which he could have caused that to happen, this is all speculation, is the fact that he could have stopped it from happening in any way. He could have raised up a, a, a judge like we talked about in um, Judges when we went through that book a couple of uh, a couple of books ago. If you haven't checked that out, go ahead and check that out. But, yeah, he could have raised up a judge that would have been strong enough to be able to take care of the Assyrians and lead the people out of it. But he did. You know what I mean? And so he could have also done what he did with Hezekiah. And when they tried to besiege the city, he just um, sent an angel and destroyed the, the people there, slayed them with a disease. He could have did that. 
but he didn't. He allowed the Assyrians to take over the people of Israel and and take them into exile. So he is sovereign. God is sovereign over that power. If you have any more questions about that, then uh, go ahead and put some in the comments if if uh, you want to, or email me, or send some 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 way you can get to me. Go to my website at trustinjesusministries.com and submit a question at the bottom. Because I know this is a tough subject, but I did want to speak about it. But let's continue on. After that, he says, so um, does he says that there is nothing that he doesn't reveal or there's nothing that he does without revealing it to the prophets first. And so even in these instances where we see like this calamity come and fall upon the people of Israel, God gives fair warning um, to his people when he does these things. He says the prophets are there and he's gracious enough to send those prophets so that they know it's coming and they can repent and turn from sin. So what do we see? That's that's the last verse here. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Actually, it says, and doesn't a lion roar? Or who doesn't fear? And so when the Lord speaks, who doesn't prophesy? And so when the word, when, when, when God says something, there is always someone who is going to proclaim that truth. It's a, it's like a fire that burns in our heart. It's, it's got to be proclaimed. Paul says that the, the, like who can hear without a speaker, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel. It's just what happens because the power of God can't be contained. So what is this saying about God in this scripture? Well, I think first off is that he's gracious to send prophets. He's gracious to send men to those who are not living according to his scripture, word, faith, that they may reveal the will of God to them. That's a grace that sometimes we don't often um, appreciate because it's difficult for a person to go out and preach the gospel. When you hear the gospel and it comes to you and the Holy Spirit moves and you're changed by it, that's wonderful. But think about all those people who aren't changed by it and the, and, and the people who are, you know, who go out and, and, and give this message and how, first off, they're scared. It's a tough thing to do. It's hard to be open, especially in the society today. And second, it's just difficult for people who may be in a, a particular person, like a, a, a place of persecution where this could they could actually be hurt or harmed because of that. Jumping outside of our own um, comfort zones is another thing. And so it is a difficult thing for the word of God to go out, but but still those who do it, man, with, with passion is great, but it's a grace that God would send somebody to do that. It's a grace that God would send somebody to do that. And I guess the next thing about man is that, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's awesome that man, God has given the responsibility to man to share that gospel. Um, but let me jump back to God one more time. Is that God is sovereign too. He's sovereign over everything. He's in control over everything. He's the king and he does all that he desires. And then we'll jump back to man and that, uh, yeah, man is rightly punished or justified for the sin and the calamity that falls upon him. The earth that God created with beauty and wonder and perfection, man through sin has destroyed and man continues in sin to destroy and so when when these these incidents happen, I know it's 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 sad and it's tough to say, but it's it's just punishment for the the sins that we commit. I don't want to go too deep on that, like 
we've already spent some time on it. But if you have any questions, go ahead and hit me up in those places. And then how can we apply these truths to our lives? Well, first off, we got to recognize the grace of God. And so therefore listen to those who uh, uh, preach the word, those who come to exhort us or encourage us or to rebuke us so that we can turn our hearts and our minds and our lives over to God and follow him as we've been called to do. I think that we need to recognize that that's a grace that God has given us, but then to recognize his sovereignty is that he is in control. And so humble ourselves, submit ourselves to his control. And then remember that it's all, it's for good, that everything he does is for our good. And then when we see that, and I know, dude, it's very difficult. Believe me, there's some things that are going on in my life at this present time. But um, I recognize God's sovereignty in it. And if the thing that I desire doesn't happen, I have to understand that there is a better way because it is God's desire for this thing to go on. That's a, diff- that's a tough thing. That's It's easy for me to say, but it's hard for me to do. And so I know for you guys, it's, it's got to be just as difficult. And if it's not, man, by God's grace, I am thankful for that. But again, let's recognize his uh, grace upon us by sending his messengers and therefore listen to it. And then let's also recognize his sovereignty and trust it. I thank you guys for listening and I'll uh, see you guys in the next episode.